0: My first question for you is this: In and Out or Five Guys? In and Out. Tell me why.
1: Uh, animal style, you know. Uh, five Guys could get a little soggy, mm. you know. But In and Out's always a classic. Yeah. You know, can go to lean, lean on. And, yeah. Yeah. That's a winner. Welcome to season three of Ten Questions with Ten Pastors, brought to you by Gateway Seminary. With your host, Tyler Sanders. This episode was recorded live at the
0: 2023 SPC Annual Meeting. I'm here with James Turner, who's the planter and pastor of Eastvale Bible Church that started in Eastvale and now is meeting in Norco, California, Southern California, really close to our uh, our campus in Ontario. And you are a. uh, uh, you've been a Gateway student, you've come in and come out and we're we're ready for you to come back again.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the, you know, the Golden Gate days. Yeah. <laughs> back in the Golden Gate days. That's right. That's right. Now, can you tell me, uh,
0: just to start off a little bit about how
1: you became a Christian? Yes, I got saved when I was uh, 13, raised in the church. Um, at that time, we saw people who were around my age, you know, getting baptized because mom said it was time, but for me. I knew it had to be a move from God. And mm. and then, uh, so I heard a message of the gospel from my pastor that, again, I've heard him preach over and over again, but the Lord worked on my heart that day and I surrendered uh, to Christ at 13. So gave my life to Christ at 13, but from 13 to 26 or so, i call those the, the wonder years. Mm. Even though I was in church, I re- hadn't been discipled or anything like that. And then at 26, kind of recommitted my life to Christ. And then God just, you know, just took it, just took off from there.
0: No, oh, that's awesome. Now, uh, what are you reading right now? Do you have any good books?
1: I'm reading the, the power and preaching series, uh, okay. by Tony Evans. Yeah. It's a series of, of, of books actually taking our ministers through his, uh, his free, uh, training mm-hmm. in his, uh, in his kingdom, uh, preaching training, uh, program. Yeah. So reading that, uh, urban apologetics and mm. kind of reading, reading that. And then, uh, Another one, Reading While Black, which is a a theology uh, book as well. So the only thing I hate about being a pastor is I don't get a chance to read like I used to. I used to read a book, start to finish, you know, table of contents to appendix, but now I get pieces.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's right, that's right. Let's talk about preaching a little bit. What's your approach, like your big picture approach? How do you think about themes or series? How far out are you planning?
1: Well, uh, I don't plan as far out as I, I like, mm-hmm. but I preach through books, which makes it uh, really, you know, a lot easier for yeah. me. Um, so mostly during the year, probably about 80%, 85% we're preaching through a book of the Bible mm-hmm. and following that theme. Uh, again, certain holidays or certain topics that may pop up, yeah. uh, we may, may address. But right now, like we're, mm-hmm. we're going through 2 uh, Corinthians, so we're preaching uh, a series called Authentic mm-hmm. We're walking, uh, you know, through that. And so, so like I said, we just, we preach through a book.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. What's your week to week, uh, like sermon prep routine like?
1: Uh, usually because we're preached through a book, I kind of know where I'm going. Yeah. So, so on on Monday, even though that's my, that's my, uh, sabbatical day, um, you know, I may kind of review, you know, the passage that I want to go through. And then I'll I'll pick up a bit of it on, like, Tuesday or so. But usually Thursday through Friday is my primary Mm. grind. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, Saturday I may look at it and, and, and tap it up and then get it to my team.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, do they like review it with you or something like that, or or is it more for like uh, your media group something the, like that? The
1: media group, yeah. you know, I'll get some feedback afterward. They'll tell me, hey, that yeah. was actually terrible. Yeah, no, <laughs> they'll 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 give me some feedback, uh, and you know, I'll review the video or you know, and I my wife is my uh, you know my kind of my sounding board. She'll so yeah. tell me like, ah, you might need to change some illustrations, yeah. buddy. You you use that a little too much. Yeah, you know, what would you
0: say is the most Difficult or challenging passage you've preached? Wow,
1: man, I've been preaching twenty years. <laughs> <So that's, laughs> that is quite. That's quite. What's the most challenging? Um, I would say just just preaching pre- for me uh, through the Psalms has been, mm. you know, challenging um, because you know just trying to make sure that you honor you know the, the passage honor um you know the theme and, and it's that's been probably the most psalm psalm 51 has probably been one of the most challenging ones because i put my you know uh my myself in david's shoes mm-hmm. and it's it's you know sometimes challenging yeah. um just to see hey this is a man after god's own heart Right. Um, knowing his backstory and then hearing his brokenness yeah um, you know, in the in that psalm. Yeah is probably one of the most challenging. Yeah. That was a great question. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. You weren't ready <laughs> for that. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> well, uh this is more general ministry. We're getting to general ministry section and I think you're gonna have a good answer for this because you're church planner. And that means you have to do lots of different things. Yes. So, what's like a sweet spot for you in pastoral ministry? Like, what's a role you really like to fill, and what's one that's like a growing edge, something you're still kind of working on?
1: In pastoral uh, ministry, well, well, my sweet spot is teaching. Mm. I could I could teach all day. I teach a, a pastor's Bible study on Tuesday night. I've yeah. e- either been in one or taught uh, Tuesday study probably about you know twenty years. Mm. That's where God groomed me in a Tuesday night Bible study, introduced me to my mentors, um, just, you know, discipled me through that. And so teaching is, that's, that's my, that's my sweet spot. I can teach, you know, all day. As far as a pastor, the um, the place that I got some rough edges is just on the, the administrative end, dealing with Human resource issues as a church planter. I was just sharing this right. uh, with uh, the Lewis that uh, um, some of the difficulties is that you know you have people who came up with you in the ministry, yeah. people who serve with you, family, friends, and then when you have to say, hey, you know it's no longer a good fit, or it wasn't a good fit from the beginning. We just needed a warm body.
0: Yeah,
1: um, those have been difficult, uh, you yeah. know, for me. And yeah. so I've been learning, um, uh, the, the leader part as opposed yeah. to the shepherd part. And, right. uh, and that's been, that's been a challenge for yeah.
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me like a swing and a miss you've had in ministry?
1: <laughs> I would say church planting. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole thing. Um, I swing in a miss And I'm a baseball guy too, mm. you know. Um, I'll say first strike, some of the church planting pieces, mm. um, you know, putting ple- people in their roles. Uh, because when we planted, we planted as an orphan. Um, mm. We had no sending church, no oh, supporting right. church. Right. Came out of a church that had... Forty-nine year history, pretty Hmm. successful. Twenty-two people to five thousand. So I had a great, um, you know, resource base far as experience, but nobody had church planting experience whatsoever. Right. And so when we kind of started, almost everything was swings and misses. Yeah. But um, you know, from again putting people in positions where they can really leverage their experience, their gifts. Yeah. Um, They're calling, you know, for kingdom. Sometimes we misplaced them just because, again, we needed a warm body and somebody who was um, available, available, which I thought, you know, in hindsight, that was really unfair, Mm. really kind of set them up for failure. Mm. So I think that was kind of a swing and a miss, but praise God it wasn't the third strike. So I was able to get in there, you know, do some strike hitting and, uh, you know, put one in play.
0: Yeah, Right, (laughs) right, right, right. Now, what's something that in seminary, like a student has to learn? Like something that if they, if they come out of seminary, they don't have it. They've kind of missed something critical.
1: In seminary, I think the, the one thing that a student has to take away is the interpersonal piece? Hmm. The academic piece is there. Yeah. You know, I know you, you know, working for a seminary, sure, you yeah. heard all the stories, you know, this the cemetery, yeah, <laughs> right, know, right, right? All all that. Um, but I think you gotta really learn the the relational networking piece to really take away from, you know, the professors, the directors, those people that have great experience. Take away those things that may not necessarily get caught in the classroom. Yeah. Um, The spend time. uh, Dr. Durst used to do this little thing where he would uh, take time to just kind of get to know the students. And he would do that yeah. during class, um, and which was an, an important piece. And they, he spent yeah. a lot of time outside the classroom yeah. kind of getting to know s- students. Yeah. And so I think students need to make sure that they take advantage of those opportunities because yeah. you have people before you who have a, a wealth of experience. Um, and sometimes we get so focused, you know, we want the grade. So we get focused yeah. on the books, yeah, focused yeah. on the tests. Yeah. You know, all the things we say that in seminary, don't do like you do at the regular universities. This is for your, you know, for your yeah. life, right? Yeah. Um this is for kingdom. Yeah. But we really uh, I need an A, right? Yeah. And we yeah. miss that. And so I think developing that interpersonal piece Connecting with people, tapping into yeah. those uh, resources that are right before you.
0: Yeah, I had, I had a similar experience with Doctor Gainey. Actually, did you oh, ever have wow. him? Yeah. No. Every every class, he would take a student just for you know five or ten minutes and mm-hmm. get to know him a little bit and, and learn about. And he Man. he kept up with me for years. Wow. From the from that conversation of just like, okay, well, you you told me this. Like, how are you progressing in this? And that that is a really. Um, Valuable, maybe putting it too lightly, lightly yeah. that, that was very, Absolutely. very uh, life, I think, forming for me. Yeah.
1: And the one thing I love about, uh, you know, now social media, they didn't have it when uh, I started at Gateway, uh, <laughs> but um, that some of those professors I'm, um, were still able to connect yeah. and with. And, yeah. and like you said, I think valuable is underselling it. Yeah. Um, but those pieces were something I think that students would do well to, yeah. to leverage those experiences. Yeah.
0: Here's my last question for you. If you could take young James, Mm -hmm. first year pastor, what advice would you give him?
1: I would take young James and I would tell him uh, to connect with, you know, your mentor and Mm. really ask him the questions, spend time Mm. with them, just shadow uh, them. Don't think you know everything, (laughs) right? Um, Because again, we, you know, we got some pretty sharp people, you know, that um, high capacity leaders that become pastors, go to, you know, go to seminary and, and sometimes we smell ourselves. We really think that we know oh, a lot, lot uh-huh. right? But I would tell younger James to just, you know, put your hand down, listen, yeah. right? Um, take that time out, maybe ask the, uh, a professor or ask a pastor, Hey, let me take you to lunch. Hmm. And let me pick your brain. Yeah. Right. And so those are some of the things that I would, I would do different. I would leverage some of those experiences that I wish I could go back and get.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. James, thank you so much for sharing with us today.
1: Well, no, thank you. Thank you. This was a blessing. Appreciate it, Tyler. Thank you. And thank you.